Slag Guy. Hello and welcome to this week's Slag Guy podcast with me, Dave Elliott. Just first and foremost, before I get into it, for those of you watching on the YouTube, you can see that I'm wearing a hat, like quite a big baggy hat and you're probably saying why are you doing that Dave it's weird you're doing that but I mean look at my hair it's it's looking terrible it's matted it's stuck to my head it's not sweet um, so I just came back and I thought you know what I'll stick a hat on to cover this rather than you know getting in the shower again get myself all all washed all conditioned all just the more the more I wash my hair and the more I condition it the more hair falls out of my head and at this stage of my life I don't need any more hair to just fall out of its own accord, I don't need that extra hair wash if it's not necessary, so just stuck a hat on instead, you know, and by the way, you're probably going, where were you, where were you during the lockdown, mister, listen, I went for a walk, alright, I went with my wife out to basically a field and just walked in it, you know, yes, you probably are like, oh no you didn't, you didn't post it on social media, listen, you know I'm not a social media poster guy for those type of things, I like to do things, for the sake of it, because they're enjoyable, I don't like to do it and post about it. I'm not a sea swimmer, I'm not a mountain climber, and a champagne drinker at the top of the mountain. That's just stupid. I go walking because I enjoy it. I like to get my my shoes on, my special uh, trail trainers, and go just walking out in the forests, just in the fields, just in the fucking people's back gardens, just fucking bound over the fences, and do what I like, because I like to get my steps in, and I like to exercise, and when I start this podcast, now I'm actually recording in an afternoon, it's half past two on a Sunday afternoon, and listen, I'm already at my step goal, 10,456 in a day, getting there, trying to lose weight, trying to be less fat, trying to be more healthy, so I've taken up every weekend, just going for walks, normally I take the kids, with me today, they're they're bubbling, they're bubbling. I don't even know what that is, other than just great singing. They're bu- they're bubbling with my um, mum and dad at the minute. I that we're a part of the bubbles. So they're just looking after them for a bit because with the way things are, my parents haven't really met the baby that much, so they they, they get her for like a wee hour or two. Let's be fair on a Sunday, and then I get to record a podcast for you guys and go for a walk. You know what I mean? That's and that is what we are, and listen, you know, it's cold weather, it's hard to be getting the stringers on, I know a lot of long time listeners that that know me when I'm being good, being healthy, being fit, they know my physique at heart, to be fair, I've replaced physique with fat for the last probably year, I've just been a fat guy, but I'm back in that physique guy movement again, Um, I'm getting, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling sweet, but the only thing is, you know you wear a stringer when you're a physique guy, you wear a stringer, with the nips out and you gotta pierce those nipples because if you're a bodybuilder wearing a stringer, like why 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 the bodybuilders, as I've said before, wear stringers and have their nipples out? Why not just wear a vest? You know, just have a vest on, you can still see you're a big la- why are the nipples why why are they even wearing a top? You know, why don't they just not wear a top? Or the the string vest the bodybuilder bodybuilders wear, they may as well just take laces from their shoes and just drape them over their shoes. Just Two laces over each side because you see everything. You know what I mean? That's the bodybuilder style. You get that on. You get these big, these big like fucking MC Hammer trousers, stringers and MC Hammer trousers. And then obviously, inevitably, when it's just not enough for people to look at bodybuilders and go, "Oh, these are big in shape guys." The bodybuilders then have to do the next move where they take <laughs> the trousers right down and just roll their pants into like a nappy and just stand there to be like, "Do you like my fucking quads? Do you like my fucking quads?" <laughs> 
Like, what is with that? Why do bodybuilders just not... Why do bodybuilders not just be naked or train wearing the pouches that they pose in? You know, that's what I always think because they're always showing it off anyway. And it's such a fucking... They're standing up going, it's such a fucking inconvenience trying to roll this fucking pants in the nappy, bastard. And they just had the thong on. They'd just be ready. Go, you fucking glutes. You know? With strings hanging down. Like, look, it's like, they'd be wearing a string vest, the stringers, which I love, by the way. They're wearing the stringers. And they'd just be like, look at my fucking intercostals. Like, why? He's a fucking intercostals. Anyway, that's what I'm looking to get back into. Be. I just want to be a physique. I Not that I've ever been bodybuilding Jack, let's be fair, but I just want to be. So when I wear a stringer, people are like, you mate, just take it off. Just take it off, mate. So Louis can't do that sort of stringer bodybuilding look in the cold weather you need to be something else you need to change if you're going to be keeping fit you can't be in that hot sunshine it's not summertime you can't be in those stringers no the nips would be popping off if you had pierced nipples and you were wearing a stringer because again this is it see when i write a merch guys when i get merch i'm getting physique guy stringers one size fits all when you buy it i want to see you guys in the gym training with it on i want to see my sensei john joe wearing the stringer but you need to get your nipples pierced because that's the thing i feel strongly don't have them out if you're not ornamenting them. Do you know what I mean? And in the cold, it'd be very sore if you have the pierced nipples and then you know, the stringers hang down freezing cold. You know, you might actually, your nipples may fall off. So you can't be wearing a stringer out training in this cold weather. You need to do something different. You need to be something different. And that's what I am. I'm a hiking guy. And again, I don't post about it on social media because I do it because it's good for my ticker. It's good for my legs. So whenever I'm just putting trousers down, rolling up the nappy, going, look at my fucking broad. I've got, you know, just strong, powerful quads. Because if I'm not a physique guy out, out in the trails, I am a I'm a trekker. I am a I'm an outdoorsman now, I guess. I am a I'm a hike beast. <laughs> they fucking have it. New brand, hike beast. That's what I am gonna get these fucking fluorescent hoodies. Hike beast, slag eye podcast. Would woods people seriously wear hike beast gear if it brought out a range? And that's what I'm the number one hike beast. Just walking the trails. People are like, well, who's this fluorescent dude just walking the trails? They're like, is this like some sort of fucking ghost of like Henry VIII or Pavarotti? What the fuck's going on? I'm like, no, my fuck, it's me. I'm a hike beast. Hee hee. Don't, I don't know why Michael Jackson is a hike beast either. I don't know. I, anyway, but that's going to be the wear. I'm going to get some a dope ass hat, get it like this, get myself some shades on, big baggy fluorescent highlighter yellow jumper big hike beast and blue in front of it and then just shorts again hike beasts always wear shorts you know what i'm saying so if you're a hike beast you do that then you gotta have those again what i have seen which i'm all over by the way is the gucci north face collab i get gucci north face boots on and just be this fucking hike beast gucci north face get in touch sponsor the podcast throw me some hike beast gear we'll collab you may not be an influencer. Look how sweet this hat. By the way, look how fucking sweet I look today because I've been out in the weather. Got a wee bit of colour about my face. Shit. Also, by the way, a lot of people getting in touch giving me shit about how fucking I dye my beard. Like as if they've uncovered a big secret. You dye your beard. You dye your beard, David. If you're looking at this podcast on the YouTube, quite clearly I don't. I look like fucking calm Eastwood here with the greys and when we, we patch my beard. It's not a sweet look, but you know what? It's me. Like the greatest showman said, this is me. I am who I am, albeit I'm wearing a hat because I'm totally embarrassed about my hair, but this is me. You know, I've got a big beard, a big head, a big bison bonds, a big beard, but to be fair, the baby blues, look at those. Those eyes are piercing through. Like, I'm, you're looking at me going, Dave, 
I know you said before in a podcast your eyesight's amazing and they got exchanged with a hawk's eyes, but have they actually been exchanged with a husky's eyes? Because your eyes are so piercing blue. They are like the they are like the ocean around the Seychelles. Your eyes are like the Indian Ocean, Davy. Gorgeous. I mean, hey, it is what it is, but it is me, the hike beast back from the trails. And I'll tell you what, I feel good about it. I've got into like normally I am I would say a lot of the time I am I live a life that's hard to sustain in one way or another. I am very focused on things at one time, but then it takes like one tiny little thing to distract me and I'm off the rails. You know what I mean? I am like, I am like, I guess a real, a brand new fucking, like a bullet train. I'm like a fucking Japanese bullet train. This fucking great fucking piece of just technological marvelous brilliance right except the track i'm on it is like it's somewhere in like bikinar in india you know it's not the most reliable railway service so if you got this big fucking train on those shitty tracks they go off and very quickly i go off the tracks and then i go from being a sweet butte brand new bull train into being just a fucked up thomas the wank engine you know that's what i end up being so very easily i go off the rails but so at the minute i'm trying to really keep some sort of, I guess, routine. I know it's tough. Lockdown 1. I mean, it's ridiculous that we're now referring to this as if it's like a cinematic series. Lock, lockdown 1. I was... Davy was the fattest bastard you've ever laid eyes on. Lockdown 2. I thought Davy was the fattest bastard you'd ever laid eyes on in Lockdown 1. Think again. He's got... Fatter. This summer, Davy is about to die of diabetes. But then I thought, you know what, fuck that, when the winter comes in, let's start working, let's start getting in shape. And I've been in Slimming World now for a month and I feel good. I was totally against Slimming World at the outset because, you know, I've got pride and I'm a human being. And I didn't want to be like, oh fuck, I'm doing Slimming World, oh my god. Like, why is it only 70 year old women do Slimming World? Hey, it's fun, it's working, and I'm training again and I'm feeling really good, you know. My exercise is up, my heart rate is down, I'm feeling sweet. Now, how long can the big bullet train sustain this? Who knows? But the fact of the matter is, I can very quickly go off the rails. So at the minute, I'm just enjoying each moment as it comes, just, you know, celebrating the small wins and just hoping the, the losses are a bit far away. You know, that's what I'm... And by the way, yes, yes, yes. I'm just about to have a cup of coffee here. A wee drink of coffee. Decaffeinated, by the way. And I realise the, the mug that I've picked... Um, it's a big, big shout out though. <laughs> big shout out to one of my boys. Um, on the, again, this is why you need to subscribe to the YouTube channel to watch the video because you get to see some ridiculous stuff that I didn't realize because just grabbed this from the from the cupboard and here we are. Yes, for those watching YouTube, I am drinking coffee from a a, a mug with a drawing of the late. <laughs> The late Zimbabwean president, Robert Mugabe, on it, right? So that, yeah, that's bizarre. You know, yes, I'm drinking a Robert Mugabe mug, but there was banter to it too. Now you're probably going, oh, Mugabe wasn't a very nice guy. But hey, this isn't Mugabe. Check this out. Robert Mugabe, because it's a mug and he's banter. This is what, this is a comedian. Yeah, I'm playing the Ulster Hall in December. I'm drinking a Robert Mugabe mug. Mugabe, what a banter guy. But anyway, it's decaffeinated coffee. Because I started worrying, again, as you get older, things change. Now, again, I don't know what age a lot of my listening fan base is, 
But I'm I'm going to come out. I'm a 34 year old guy. I'm kind of like looking at myself now as potentially being a midlife. I could just die when I'm like 68. That that was when my granddad died when he was 68. I might need to make that for who knows. But I'm going to just cherish each moment, and I need to try and keep this the bullet train on the tracks, both externally and internally. Like when I was younger, when I was in my early 20s, all I wanted was like big muscles and look fucking. I just wanted to be able to take down my trousers and show people my fucking. Crotch. Look at my fucking delts. That's all I wanted. Whereas I got older, I'm like, you know what? I just need to get this timber off me. I need to keep my internal organs in better working order. I just need to be healthier generally. I don't need to look sweet. Like you've guys out there that are big bodybuilders. Like one I, I, I like to watch before. Again, he died. So it's not, a, it's not a good example of how to be healthy. It was a guy called Rich Piana. Now he was like, um, he made a lot of money out of like YouTube because he was just a he was a fucking monster of a man very like you know you see people and you go you know you, you turn into a wee granny you see bodybuilders that are too big and you turn into a wee granny and go no that's excuse me mister that's a bit too big I think I think you've got a bit too big like see you saw Pete Ronnie Coleman and he had fucking he had deltoids on quads on fucking rhomboids and just like how do you get your quads and your legs to your rhomboids and your delts that's Ronnie Coleman, just two jacks, go, excuse me, Ronnie, I think you've got to be a bit too big, girl. And then you see interviews of him when he was working just as a policeman, just wearing like the light blue police uniform, but just absolutely dripping in sweat. It was like a shower was just being poured over him. He was like, yeah, buddy, I'm going to rescue that baby. Woohoo! And you're like, Ronnie, come on, your ticker's not in a good way here. You know, cut the gear out. So this guy, Rich Piano, was just really, really big, but... Like his videos were interesting now from a watching point of view because a lot of a lot of videos you watch like trainers and stuff you would watch their videos and you'd be like oh that's inspirational a lot of them talk bullshit and lie to you and just be on a load of gear and all and be like I got ripped in two weeks you're like no you didn't you fucking dirty bastard I like the ones that are straight up honest you know when he said straight there which I like I like personal trainers that are straight all right. No, there's for me. No, I don't care if you're gay, straight, support Man United, whatever, as long as you're good at what you do, all right? So he did these videos, and rather than just being like, oh, I'm just doing this, this, you know, I do a few preacher curls and the odd, uh, you know, reverse grip, straight bar curls, and that's what makes my arms really big. He was like, nah, I'm full gear. <laughs> He's like, listen, I'm on full steroids right now. You know what I mean? This is what it's all about. Um, I also take... Uh, HGH, human growth hormone, and he was like, rather than just getting bigger, it's like it also gets other bits of me bigger than just my muscles. So like my internal organs, like it just my spleen's just like this size now, and my hands. Whoa, why? Why have I got bear paws attached to my wrist? Ah, uh, and my head makes my cranium bigger. And like, see if you're taking a substance that makes your actual bones any bigger, you would go, mm, that's a bit of a problem. Maybe I shouldn't be at that anymore. But hey, that's what that's what they, they do in the world of bodybuilding. They just like get all this gear on board and I mean it's great if you're wearing a stringer but you know the older you get you have to change in you the way you think you know and I'm not entirely massive in terms of uh, muscle but I'm carrying a lot of body fat at the minute and that's not good for the old ticker you know what I mean so with a couple of daughters who are little young kids I want to try and be about to like see them do things you know like again I don't want to see them go to like they're formal because there's a space where you like pube guy with them, you know, with all these spots and be like, hey Dave, and be like, listen, you motherfucker, you don't ever call me Dave, you call me Mr. Fucking Elliot. And he'll go, oh, I'm so, I'm sorry, Mr. Elliot. And go, no, did I say call me Mr. Elliot? No, I said call me Mr. Fucking Elliot. I'm sorry, Mr. Fucking Elliot. Don't swear in my house or your band. 
you know, I don't want all that shit, but you don't want to be able to walk the girls down the aisle and stuff. And if I just continue being addicted to fatty foods, that's not going to happen. And then another thing, which is shit, the worse you f- you're treating your body, the worse shit you're eating, the worse you feel. Then you're lethargic, you're tired, you get depressed easier. I've been depressed before. It's shit. I hate it. I want to try to avoid it. And the best way to do that is keeping body and mind healthy and active. And that's what I'm trying to do during lockdown three, is that the first two be be in the past and be like, listen, I can't be going back that again. I need to be aware that during these conditions, it is not good. It is conducive to getting out of shape. So I need to actively this time try to, you know, get towards it. And cutting out the caffeine in my coffee, that's a start because caffeine gets the ticker going a bit. I don't want to get myself fucking heart disease anyway because I'm already carrying too much weight. That's not good for my ticker. All right, guys, shit. There we go. Let me see. What else do I want to talk about? I didn't expect to, to get off the, off on a bat like this, call myself a hike beast and all that shit. I don't know what's going on here. I've spent too much time in my house. All right, guys, fucking leave me alone. Um, let me see. I'm just going to go on BBC if there's any, any exciting news in Northern Ireland here today. Just worth talking about. Nah, nothing. Um, actually got the Sunday papers today that I will very much look forward to um, reading, you know. But other than that, nothing too exciting yeah Michael Stone's out of prison that was wise I'm sure I'm sure he's going to be an upstanding member of the community he's going to be great I'm sure he's actually coming on the podcast no he's not I don't, as you know I don't do guests on this podcast that's just the thing you know again whenever there's no stand up there's no um, there's no shows or anything I just kind of use the podcast to say things I don't want to say vent but I use the podcast to like keep to keep my comedy muscle you know, fucking keep a comedy muscle rigid, you know, keep that comedy muscle just ready to go. You know what I mean? That's what I use the podcast for. So I feel like if I get guests on this podcast, that that will, um, you know, take away from that slightly. Now, I will say I am doing a new podcast, which will have guests. Now, this new podcast is slightly more niche it's called the serial killing it podcast because you see killing it's a term you use in stand-up if you do a good set oh he's killing it or you know she's killing it whatever um but then what i did very intelligently was put serial because serial or serial killers are you know get it we're talking about serial killer cases because hey i have a degree in criminology that's just pointless so i'm trying to make it you know go to use so it's kind of it's a true crime slash comedy podcast because let's face it, sometimes serial killers are real sly guys. Serial killers aren't good people. You know, they're not very nice. And I mean, listen, what they've done, they've done. You know, it is what it is. It's happened. So I don't have a bit of banter about it. And that's what it is. And the Serial Killing Podcast will be coming out every Friday for 12 weeks over on my Patreon. So that's Patreon slash Sly Guy Podcast. And then you'll be able to see exclusively the Serial Killing It Podcast series. So if you're into that, if you're into true crime, if you're into into laughing, well, what a what a great combo you'll get that with the serial killing a podcast. And some of the guests, I actually have a diary here. I'm recording a load of episodes this week because um, I was going to wait till I was back in the studio and do it, but you know it is what it is. You got to just um, you got to just try to get what you can do done when you can i thought you know what's the point in delaying it you know it might be hard to get people in this let's just fucking do it in zoom and then get it out there and see if people like it and then once the 12 episodes are up we'll have another um few episodes after a 
after the series, there's an Amazon man coming down my driveway right now, um, wearing a loincloth with an anaconda around his neck. Um, hopefully he'll also be delivering a package. Nice that he just knocked the door very gently rather than ringing the doorbell. Very much respect that. But yes, the Serial Killing Podcast, I'm recording a lot of episodes this week. I'm recording episodes with Shane Todd, Rory Woods, William Thompson, Aaron McCann, Jordan Robinson, and I've won Mickey Bartlett actually as well, and I've won in the can from his cousin Kieran Bartlett. So it's really good. I enjoyed that first episode with Kieran very much. It worked very well. There's a bit more of a bit more segments and stuff on it. It's more there's it's more structured than this would be, which is just me just having a nice time by myself. So yeah, I'm, I'm very looking very much looking forward to that, and hopefully. You know, people will enjoy them. So get over to the Patreon and subscribe to watch that content exclusively. Also on Patreon, there's a lot of other things, some wee bonus content here and there that I put out, some stand-up clips, other bits and bobs, as well as a bonus extra weekly podcast, which, by the way, it's episode 50 of uh, the bonus podcast this week. So there's 50 extra podcasts on top of the regular Sly Guy podcast over on Patreon, both video and audio. So if you like me and you like listening to the podcast and you like having a nice time, get over to Patreon and subscribe. It's only like a couple of quid a month and you get all that shit plus the bonus stuff that we're going to be working towards. So it's a good time. You know, it's a nice time. You know, maybe I'll, I'm going to also start doing some merch over there. So maybe we'll get the Robert Mugabe, you know, exclusive material gear like and um, we'll get, you know, other stuff, obviously the generic Sly Guy logo and stuff, and then I'm going to get Physique Guy stringers for everybody, and then hype-based gear as well, get that out there, and that'll all be on Patreon first. So there you go, be a patron, it's better um, than not being a patron. <laughs> hey guys, be a patron, because it's, it's like a, I'm like 50, but guys, be a patron, because it's better than being a patron. Yeah, yeah, I'm running you out. And if you don't want to be a Patreon, but you still want to be sound, I mean, you're not, you're a dickhead. If you do, if you want to be, and you don't want, you know, you're missing out. But if you want to support the podcast, what you can also do is get over to the Apple podcast and rate and review the podcast because that also helps. We want to get up the iTunes charts. We want to get, we want to get the people going. You know, we want to get the podcast going to, to new heights. Now, um, it's going to do that. You know, again, we've moved the studio. Things were all good. Then COVID hit. Ah, oh, it's a nightmare. But I've got some new gear coming this week, new podcast gear to make the sound even better. So, you know, if you can get the support of the podcast and get it with charts, hey, who knows where this can go? Maybe somewhere other than my dining room. You know, that would be a good start. I think that would definitely be an improvement rather than just being in my dining room. You know, we could be like, I don't know, in Belfast. <laughs> Maybe. But I want to say thank you this week to Really Cool Beans who wrote a review and gave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And listen, the title says it all, Great Podcast from One to Watch, which is a reference, of course, to the the write-up, which I got along with Alexa Jamie Dornan in the Sunday Life as One to Watch 2021. Now listen, it's coming into fe- it's February, all right? It's February already when you're listening to this podcast. And I mean, have I been one to watch this year? I don't know. I mean, one month of another le- another eleven months to watch me. But um, really cool. Cool Bean says week on week, great podcast, perfect soundtrack, perfect soundtrack to 
listen to on your way to a morning swim or hiking up the morns. Oh, very funny. Very funny. If your living room wall reads Live, Laugh, Love, this is the podcast for you. Well, really cool beans, that's not cool because you're mugging me off there because you know I don't like people doing the sea swimming. I mean, it's okay if you do it within reason, you know, but if you're doing it and that's all you post about in social media, then get a life. Do something better. Be interesting. You know, don't be like, oh, look at me, I'm so mad I got in cold water. No, you're not fucking mad. You are a devoid of personality. Wanker. You know, just fucking sort it. Then I'm seeing people, oh my God. I'm seeing people putting videos up on social media of them like being so mad going sea swimming but jumping in the water that looks like it's about to drown a country the waves are fucking psh, psh, rocks everywhere people are like oh my goodness they shouldn't have done this they should have fucking done it any day it's stupid and you're a dickhead but, the, but I mean this is the problem right people don't see it they think they're mad the sea swimmers in the rough water with the rocks around do you realise the whole point of being locked down is to reduce the strain on the NHS. If you jump into a rough water near rocks, you're likely to hurt yourself. Are you a strong enough swimmer that you are you Poseidon? You know, can you can you control the ocean? No, you're not Poseidon. You're Poseidon and you're a fucking dickhead, right? But what I'm saying is if you're in there, you're swimming around, you hit a rock, you're in trouble. You're putting pressure in the NHS. You're going to be phoning them. Oh, guess what? There's a pandemic. The ambulance isn't going to be able to get there quick enough. You know, you're not going to be able to get there and look after you. You know, someone else is going to jump in to try and help you there and going to get into trouble. It's a whole domino effect. And I'm sorry to say that the whole QAnon movement was such a load of balls. Whoa, shocker. That that, you know, is going to probably dispel the fact that this pandemic is a government-ordered conspiracy. Again, conspiracy theorists... Suck my balls and dick. So, stop doing it. Like, just, if you have to swim, just fucking hold your breath under the bath. Or go to, like, a proper beach if you live near one. Don't be jumping into fucking whirlpools or going to swim in shipping channels down in fucking Belfast Lock. You know, don't be going into Belfast Lock and just coming out with a fucking tampon hanging off your head. What the fuck? Stop making cool. It makes you fucking loser. Oh, really cool beans. Thank you for reviewing the podcast. But why did you bring up the fucking sea swimmers? <sighs> Hope they get pneumonia. Okay? Thanks for the review. The Sci-Guy Podcast is brought to you <laughs> by Bebe Adriano's Mexicanos. Bebe Adriano's provides great quality food using only the freshest local produce. Everything is prepared and cooked from scratch in the premises with burritos, fajitas, salad bowls and special box meals. There's something for everyone, all healthy and delicious. Listen, if you want to get some Bebe Adriano's during lockdown as a wee treat to make you feel better, that's all good. You can get that there. Download this bespoke Bebe Adriano's app. Get 10% off the first time you use it. Or if you're on a diet like me, if you're a physique guy, if you're a hike beast, get on and just order the healthy food because they do healthy food too. And they were nominated for the most the most healthiest takeaway that there ever has been. So, what else do you want? You know, um, if you haven't already tried Baby Adriano's, get the app at the App Store, get ten percent off your first order. It's that easy. Or if you want to be personable and you want to ring them, get onto them at o two eight nine one four seven double nine double eight. That's o two eight nine one four seven double nine double eight. 
Oh, there is a podcast that has been sponsored by the Manscaped team. They'll shave your balls and they'll shave your knees, they'll shave your ass and they'll make you cream. They shave your armpits, shave your nipples, shave your balls and shave your ditties. Manscaped are the one for me. Get it? Ball and shave your gay. Right, man. <laughs> Manscaped are the below the belt grooming meisters from the world wide web <laughs> because I don't think there's a Manscaped shop in Northern Ireland or the UK yet. I could be proved wrong. I could be getting Manscaped on the phone being like, Dave, what the fuck are you trying to do? Trying to do some sort of sea shanty shit even when you just diss the sea, the sea swimmers and then you just fuck that up and it sounds just like a really stupid rhyme that you can't do. You're an idiot and I'll be like, listen, are people shaving their balls? And I'll go, yes, well, there you go. Get on the manscaped.com. Use the discount code SLYGUY for 20% off and free shipping. Get it, got it, ball shave. That's the worst read in the history, but that's what it is. You can get clean, you can get lean, you can get mean, you can look dope, all shaving your balls and using the projects projects as well. Yeah, you got in projects, player. Um, you can get the. I'll, I should probably just read this because I'm, I'm feel like this non caffeine coffee's get me going. Um. Get the perfect package 3.0. It's all the right tools for the job. Come out of quarantine with clean balls thanks to Lawnmower 3.0. This waterproof and skin safe trimmer will reduce next to your two best friends. This third generation trimmer is even lined. It's also there to freshen your balls into the new year with a crop preserver, an anti chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, which, by the way, does smell absolutely divine. I sometimes rub it on other places than my balls. Also, maybe my penis, baby. They also have the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. Who needed? Who knew you needed your balls to be toned? I didn't, but you can do that with the Ball Toner Spray. So get on, get Manscaped, get the nice travel bag as well. It comes with the Perfect Package 3.0. You get the super comfortable Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs. So if you're like me, you big hike based out in the mountains, you're walking away, not in the mountains, but on a trail, you're out, you're rubbing, you can potentially rub your big fucking jamons together, your big fucking meaty thighs together, not with these pants on, your balls are deodorized, and your thighs are like silk. And that's what Manscaped gets you. So get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code SLYGUY. All caps, that's SLYGUY at manscaped.com. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. The Sly Guy podcast is also brought to you in association with Modest Beer. Modest are an independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers brewed and canned in Hollywood County Down. Modest are on a journey with one clear goal in mind to bring you exceptional brews to the local craft beer market. They're here, not here to revolutionise. Oh no, because that would not be Modest. That would be probably, if anything, that would be arrogant. You know, that would be obnoxious, not Modest. But Modest are here to just bring their brand that's joyous, responsible and honest to the market. And they have delicious beers and such a selection of beers. Get over to the website www.modest.co.uk to check out all the latest brews that they've got. They have a new stout, which is over 6%. And I tell you what it is, delicious. I'm a fan of coffee. I'm a fan of chocolate. A lot of people sometimes call me the coffee chocolate guy. <laughs> What's the worst thing I've Hey, I like chocolate and I like coffee. People sometimes call me the coffee chocolate guy. <laughs> oh, what a fucking shit guy. Um, listen. If you want to be like the chocolate coffee guy, <laughs> get over to modest.co.uk and get yourself their new stout or some of their more 
classic IPAs and brews. If you haven't already, follow Modest on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook and Twitter, at Modest Beer. And if you're drinking a Modest and you listen to the show, stick a story up on Insta. We'll share it out. We'll spread the love. <laughs> we'll be chocolate coffee, guys together oh my goodness i lost a run of myself a little bit there i'm going a little bit too excited and the hat on my head's gone crazy this is just wild this is mad oh dearie me let's go listeners questions <clears throat> jamie harrison how did you do with the ladies in school ever be absolutely scooped asking a girl out and then getting rejected in front of your mates um no not really like i mean I wasn't really what you would call a player in school, you know, I was all, I was a bit of a class clown, and I was always the friend zone guy, you know, it was like, uh, then obviously I left school, got sexy, and by got sexy, I mean grew a beard, and I mean, you know, I was beating off the puss like your dad beats off around the men in the toilet in Belfast, you know, <laughs> I nearly caught myself chocolate coffee guy again there, um, but yeah, I wasn't really, you know, I mean, in school it was weird because you just were friends with everybody, you know what I mean, it was like, there was like it, was, it wasn't really that sexy a place, school, you know, it's just you and your wee, do, do wee wee friends, you know, we're all losers, like, you know, and whenever you're a big fucking, you're a hype beast playboy like me, it's a fucking shit place, you know, and I can't go back to school now because I'm way too old, I'm also married, two kids, it'd be weird if I was just hanging around schools, you know, it's not cool look for a guy to be doing that, um, Mark Begg says, salutations to the big booty daddy, which is ironic actually, because I get what you mean by calling me the big booty daddy, but I ironically have quite a small booty. My wife actually bullies me regularly about having a small booty. Sometimes she'll actually say to me, you've got no ass at all, who stole your ass? And I'll be like, I don't think anyone stole my ass, I just don't know why I don't have an ass, like I'm a squatting man. And... um you know, I, I can have a lot of strength in my legs, but just no bum. And it's it's a weird thing that, you know, um, I, you would think looking at me out of a juicy ass, but I don't. I lack an ass. I'm, I'm an assless guy. And that's why today, whenever I was looking after my little baby, I was just on the floor and like giving a go in her face, making her laugh. At the same time, I was doing my foot extensions to try and just work on my glutes, you know, just to try and get a wee bit of a booty, because my wife, she, and again, I'm going to say this, my wife likes an ass, weird, you know, she obviously likes an ass, because she keeps referencing I don't have one, so I'm going to try and work an ass, so she, I was going to say, so she can eat it, but that's not <laughs> so she can like, you know, ah, just bite a big juicy ass, and then I say, you know, because eating the ass would signify something else, but I just want to have a, a juicier booty, all right, and I appreciate you calling me the big bad booty daddy. Or just not the big bad booty daddy, just the big booty daddy. <laughs> oh, I need to stop this podcast. I've been a fucking idiot today. Um, But anyway, Marcus said, if the comedy squad were to hold their own Royal Rumble, who would come? I see you dead out on top there. Very sexy, Bulk Rogan. I mean, probably me, because I am not only um the heaviest, but probably also the strongest. And I know the Royal Rumble the best. So I would come out on top, I'd say, quite easily in that. Um, because, you know, I actually did a thing called uh, the King of the Castle whenever I was younger in rugby. It was a thing where, like, we were in a circle. You used to throw other people out of the circle. And I won that all the time, nearly apart from once when everyone ganged up me and threw me over the top ropes. Who do you think I am? Yokozuna, Sly. But other than that, yeah, I'll probably win that um, as well. So, yeah, there you go. Nice question, and cheers for getting me to call myself Big Bad Booty Daddy. My wife has actually asked the question this week. Just, she hasn't even asked the question. She just put the hashtag justice for wives. I'll tell you what this is. She gave off 
after last week's podcast because apparently I was um, given off one side of the story and she wasn't able to defend herself against what I was saying. Now, here's the thing about that is, I, I said to her, listen, if you have a problem with what I say, you know, do one of two things. Start your own podcast, you know, put your side of story out there, or secondly, you know, take legal action. Get out there and get a claim against me for being libelous. Because I'll go into court of law and I'll be proven to be right. I'll stand over it and that's fair enough. You know, you're sliding me, you forced me into the cold. She's actually gone out to do some shopping there and she's come back and I have the heat on, so I'm really scared that I'm going to get beaten. Hopefully, if she looks in to see me doing the podcast, she'll see I have a hat on and think he doesn't have the heat on because he's got a hat on. Surely he wouldn't do that. You know, so pray for Dave. Mick Conlon has said, Howdy doody, Davey. Hope you and the family are well. I really enjoyed that Hot Wings video. Try entertaining. Any other culinary content in the pipeline? Maybe a Bebe Adriano's challenge up a Sly Heart? Mmm. That's uh, Mecca's reference in a video that I did on Patreon, which is again just exclusive for my patrons, and um, where I ate uh, hot sauce that the fucking snake wrap piece of shit producing <gasps> bastard Ben bought me for Christmas. Now I mean you're probably going it's pretty harsh to call your own producer a snake rat, dirty bastard. But listen, you know two weeks in the trot, he's had the podcast late to me and my patrons aren't getting what they want on time patrons are messaging me going where the fuck's the podcast I subscribe to Patreon to get the goddamn podcast a day early and you're fucking I say listen Ben's fault so I mean sack him from Boytown don't want to sack him from here again got new gear for the podcast coming in the post this week which is you know probably making a producer obsolete so he needs to get get his game together alright Um, but would I do other things yeah again that was just a trial of um something that I thought might be entertaining for Patreon. So I have a few other wee things I'm going to do. I mean, not necessarily food-related at the minute, because, again, if I were to do a Bebe Adriano's, it's delicious food, but you'd have to eat loads of it to be, you know, uncomfortable and thus be funny, which, you know, I, I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to play them like that, you know what I mean? It's not my style to be to be like that, to, to do a sponsor that I'm very grateful for, so I don't mug those guys... Um, those guys off but yeah i'm definitely open to ideas probably put myself through pain again would be something people seem to like people like it whenever i just have um a, a bad time so i mean yeah it's definitely something i will consider i have another few things up my sleeve obviously the the new podcast is the main um push over the next wee while because I'm, I'm doing one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve podcasts this week including the the load of the the bonus ones so i mean it that's where my focus is here. Once I get this done, hopefully I'll get the 12 episodes done the next week or two and then just can them and put them out over the next 12 weeks. So that will free up a bit more um, opportunity for additional content, which I'm thinking about and trying to figure out at the moment. So, um, yeah, and up the sly hard. I appreciate that, Mick. Thank you for your support. As usual, you're a good man. Liam Reynolds has said, if you were to compete in the Paralympics, what would the event be and what's your disability um see a lot of people would say i could probably you know already qualify for special olympics not paralympics but if my disability um i mean here's the thing too and again my wife makes fun of the fact that i don't have an ass she also makes fun of the fact that i have very short legs which is actually true you know i i don't like to say i have short legs i like to say i have very powerful legs I have a very long upper body is what I'd say rather than short legs but the fact of the matter is I do have 
quite short legs for a man that stands six foot, even though my, my great aunt would say it's only one man six foot, not Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would say something to do with having really short legs and short arms, like we T-Rex arms, she, she says. So or something like that, or you know, potentially if I, if I was really good at an upper body sport, I might just cut a foot off or something just to you know get in, which I mean people might have a problem with, but if you know if you're that dominating, just cut a foot off. Um, bingo. Um, Colin McCabe said, How are things going, pal? Not a question, just wanted to tell you that Oren Rooney, uh, that tell Oren Rooney that it's okay to have a micro penis, please, because he's really self conscious. Listen. Um, Colin, what you're doing there is trying to mug off Oren, who's a good guy, you know, I think that's harsh to, I mean, this is a certain thing we need to change the stigma of. People don't always want big penises, you know, there's a level of which you want the penis to get to, whereby, you know, yeah, if it's that small, it can be a problem, you don't necessarily get the friction or the feeling that you want in and around your, you know, your bum and other other parts, I assume, but, um, it can get too big whereby it can't go in the full way and that's a problem in and of itself too. So, I mean, I would be saying, Oren, don't worry about that. It's not, as my as my granny has said, I mean, one of her life lessons, my granny said to me many times, she said, listen, Dave, it's not about the size of the dick, it's the weight round at home. So, Oren, if you have a wee micro cock, bulk up, my friend, and just, you know, make it count. Make every inch or, or half an inch count, my friend. It's all good. Sensei Flood has said, Uncle Davish, you have a hefty whack of funding in your pocket and the choice is yours for one of your scripts. Would you prefer a terrestrial network or a streaming platform? Mm. Good question. Um, the thing about that is you, you could throw a wee, bit of a, a wee bit of a curveball in there and you could say that some um, streaming platforms are just exclusively streaming platforms, but yet some television channels have accompanying streaming platforms so on that probably tv again i i don't know what the sort of cost you would get from a netflix is per se but you know you'd obviously want to go where the dough is you know you want to go where you get the most um you know opportunity for further projects but also the most dough really so i mean I think for now, I'd like to get something on the TV. I think that would be a good achievement to get something on the telly and something I could be proud of and watch my girls know. Um, but great question. I enjoy that a lot. A lot of time for that sort of shit. Um, Tony Bow has said, um, as someone in a new relationship, could you give me your best and worst advice? Um, the best advice, I would say, is to not think being right is the be all and end all. That's my best advice. I think, you know, whenever you're, you're, you know, you're younger, younger, you sort of are more headstrong. And I was very much like always having to be right. Then and that was it. Whereas you get older, you start to realize if you're right, what does being right mean? It just means you're right. And then that's it on to the next thing. So I start, started being like always having to argue less to prove myself being right because ultimately the feeling of being right wasn't that great an overall feeling so my advice to you in being in a relationship is if there's something maybe you know not worth fighting don't do it you know if you're if you you know just just let a few things fly you know because at the end of the day you're not always going to be right and it's fine to not always be right but then sometimes if you have to drum home the fact that you're right the other half they'll be like oh he's a fucking arsehole so you know just you know be a bit chill with that let a few things go and uh, it'd be my best advice. My worst advice would be shit with the door open. I think that's a problem. A lot of people 
um, a lot of women have an issue with guys shitting with the door open and I don't know what that is, I just think it's a guy thing. Whenever I was growing up as well, my dad used to shit with the door open in the house and it was weird, I thought, but as now I'm an old dad guy, I probably shit with the door open more than I would want to because I have a three-year-old that just always thinks it's really funny to come in the door and be like, what are you doing? And I'm sort of like, I've got the point now where I'm like, what the fuck's it look like I'm doing? I'm selling newspapers, Piccadilly Circus, you nonce. I'm doing shit, but you fuck way off. Play with your dolls or something. You know, but keep the door closed when you shit and, you know, just let things fly sometimes because, you know, if you're in a new relationship, you need to sort of, you know... But you've got to pick the battles, some things you need to fight with. For example, whenever we're decorating the house, I will not demand I get what I want because I don't always know what I want. Whereas if my wife wants to decorate something or, or do something, she has an idea. If, if it's inoffensive and doesn't look stupid or have a detrimental effect on anyone's life, I don't care. You know, It doesn't bother me, so just care less um, about the trivial things and care more about the important things. Oh my God. Did I just channel Gandhi? Did, is that what happened? Did Gandhi just come into my body and just take over? Because they are words of wisdom. Chris Porter said, Why are the crews so shied away from home? So frustrating considering how close they are to the top of the league. Speaking of the Irish league, did you see the North Belfast derby when Cadell touched the Cliftonville player's face and he went down like he had a broken jaw? Yes, I did. Didn't like that. But Deggy Cadell, sly guy too, I don't like that. Um, is diving and play acting seeping into our local game? Can we not go to an Irish League match anymore and see proper tackles? And by tackles, I mean penises. I mean, I do think generally there is a bit more of a, you know, there, there's more play acting in, in, in the Irish League now than there, there has been, I think. But I think that's just the way football's moving. It's going in a more professional way. There's more pressure on winning things, getting players sent off. You know, the dark arts is more play in the Irish League. Whereas back in the olden days, you know, in the, like the 80s and 90s, you know, the Irish League was where men were men. Two for the tackles were the norm. They didn't adhere to the regular FIFA codes. They just did what they wanted. And that was great. But I think nowadays, um, yeah, it's a problem. I think the crews, you know, they're getting a bit better. But if they just would sort their away form out, you could be there, thereabouts. You know, maybe not this year, but you know, I think they're actually doing better this year than I maybe thought they were at the start of the year. So you know, we'll, we'll see how it all pans out. But yeah, that was pretty pretty embarrassing. You know, I, and again, another thing, football gets a lot of stick about the players being soft and rugby players being so hard. Nah, rugby is so soft as well. Like, see, when there's a fight, all these guys do you just hold each other's shirt and look at them and go smack them. Who cares? You get banned. Fucking entertaining. Get a fucking deck him. Have some of that. Don't just hold a shirt and go, you're being a wee bollocks. Smack him. Drop a nut in him. Kick him in the pills. Be dirty. That's what I want to say. Dirt. And Helen, last question of the, the episode, said, loving going through all the Patreon videos. I mean, this episode's just been an ad for Patreon. Thank you, Helen. Um, Who's the most interesting serial killer you've ever heard about? Um, I'm going to say this, the most interesting general story was probably the one that I covered with Kieran Bartlett this week, um, which is going to be on a week in a bit, um, is the case of H.H. Holmes, who was this doctor that basically built a bespoke murder ho house, hotel for himself. So it was like he had rooms built to kill people in, like to asphyxiate them with gas, he had like an office in the, the basement where he cut up bodies and all, like, and it was in the 1800s he did that, so I mean... Like, he was ahead of his time in many respects, but that's probably 
the most interesting but there's loads of loads of great cases a lot of cases we will look at with a lot of other guys and it's just a fun going to be a fun series and one i'm looking forward to so if you want to listen to the serial killing a podcast get over to patreon sly guy podcast with dave elliot you'll find it one way or other get on that so, you know subscribe to there for under a fiver a month for all this bonus content and then 50 episodes of the podcast wow what about that so um there we have it guys all right thank you again if you haven't already please rate and review the podcast share it out in instagram stories retweet it whatever help people see get the word out if there's any clips you like tag your mates in them like get them fucking going let's take this podcast to the next level and if I were to give you one bit of advice this week, don't post videos of you swimming in the sea on social media because I'll hate you. Take care. Bye. I'm the slack guy.